I like to cook my meat too hard too fast. Yeah. <laughs> You're a jerky guy? Just laying it out of the sun. <laughs> George, is a fire on? What fire? <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about in order to broaden perspectives. Or no perspectives podcast. At all. In today's podcast, we're talking about stuff, barbecue and stuff, and barbecue and accessories. We got the G from J and G Barbecue, Jerry. Uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna hang out and talk about barbecue. And I'm gonna take this off because it's hot. Yeah, me too, dude. In Texas. <laughs> okay. hey, you think I, you think I overdo it with the mask? I just like to be double protected. You know what I'm saying? Does that does that thing fog your glasses or is it pretty much fog proof? It fogs his memory. <laughs> fog my memory. <laughs> Everything's foggy in my life. So now, all right. Before we get started, what are you what are you drinking today, Worm? Going old school, man. Surreal, man. Because the... <laughs> through the mess. Hey, cheers, brother. Some Samuel Adams, or is that uh, hey. some Adam Sandler? Some Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh, well, I got a little surprise for you, Worm. Since oh, you talked see. about it a lot, I had to go get me some. Oh, that's, that's what's up. St. Arnold IPA, Elissa. I guess How that's it. Nice. What's up, man? Yeah. Uh, Jay, what's your favorite beer, man? Man, uh, I got to say Hopadillo. Lately, I've, I've been drinking some Hopadillo, but last 10 days, I haven't had any beer. I'm trying to cut back a little bit. So I am drinking... Some good old fashioned lemon soda. I'm being boring. Oh, man. Lemon soda. You, you could have fooled the audience, man. You could have just pretended it was a tecate or something. Got to be true to myself, man. So, yes. <laughs> All right. From, All uh, right. You're detoxing or what? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It's trying to be good. From alcohol or? Yeah, from, from everything, man. From everything? So you're, you're fasting, all that? No, I wouldn't say I'm fasting. I'm just staying away from, from uh, red meat and alcohol and, you know, the bad stuff. The good stuff, uh, but the bad stuff, you know. So you're one of those, huh? You're, uh, you sell a product, but you don't... Yeah, for, for a couple of days. Yourself. All right, no, I'm that's okay. Alive, if to... I was McDonald's, I wouldn't eat chicken McNuggets either, man. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll come back. I mean, old habits die hard, right? <laughs> Jerry not uh, preaching what he practices. Not eating meat. Practicing about what he's preaching. <laughs> is, uh, he sells some really good barbecue, but he's not eating it right now. So not right now, not right now. All right, so let's uh, before we get into the whole barbecue talk, I want to talk about how we met. Like we all know each other. We all went. Uh, I don't know. Too fast. We, we, we went too hard, too fast in school. We all went to the same school, but I think we went at different times. I never went to school with you, Jerry. No. Right? Yeah, I met you through. Yeah, I think Joe. You, yeah, you met me through Joe. You got in, what, in 05? Yeah. Yeah, and Worm, same time, oh, right? Oh No, 07. So yeah, I was a freshman. No, for reals, man, I was a freshman when I met you, but you're already oh, yeah. an old man by then. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got there in 03. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two years apart, each one. Yeah. Um, but actually, I met Jerry 
at least four or five times. Uh, yeah. And each time was like, hey, nice to meet you. By the third time, <laughs> I was like, all right, man. This guy, this guy has to, like, how does he not remember me? And I got to stop pretending and giving him the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you too. My uh, so My at, some, at some point, I, would, I just went, okay, Jerry, I met you like five times already, man. Come on. <laughs> I just have a bad memory, man. <laughs> but no, man. I mean, we didn't, we really didn't hang out. Like, we, we, I met you a couple of times just in passing, and you were doing your thing, I was doing my thing. Yeah. I think the third time we met at a party, but so we didn't really talk or hang out. It wasn't until like the fourth or fifth time that we actually hung out. It might have been, was it, was it what of Joe, was it Joseph, his party? I think so. Crazy I think to have. Yeah, and then I created the, that that long ass uh, beer bong, <laughs> the story one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's how we started actually like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was like you, me, Ted, like a lot of people I, I met around that time. So, yeah, sounds yeah. about right. And then where are my first. Yeah, let me tell you my first memory of uh, of Jerry, of you, man. Um, I don't know. You probably don't remember. So I was a freshman. So why well, uh, would I remember? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I don't, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And it seems, you know, sometimes some memories may seem insignificant to someone. But for me, it was pretty significant. It was cool. Because okay. I thought, like, wow, you're a badass, dude. Um, you Just hang out with George and, and just other people and stuff in the dorms. And I was playing guitar. And... Uh, then you're all, oh, let me see that. And you start, dude, you start jamming out. I'm like, dang, man, this guy, this guy's legit, man. And then I saw you balling, dude. And I'm all, oh, this guy sucks at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, George, are you actually recording this time? Oh, dang. No, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's so Oh, stupid. dude, what was up with that? How long did y'all go without actually hitting the record button? A whole the hour, dude. How? Really? Because George, you know what you George went too hard too fast, dude. <laughs> I was I had started the party a little early. I uh, went in for a worm to decide if we were gonna do it or not. How, are, how many beers deep were you? I think I woke up like that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't know. Like I think it's because we were having issues. Like we had started recording. Relationship issues. I was like emotional issues. Friendship issues. <laughs> oh, that's we're talking the things out. We started having uh, volume issues, like we were just having earlier. Yeah, yeah. And so I shut the whole thing down, and we started again. But when we started again, I just forgot. I didn't. I didn't press the record button, and we went through the whole hour of just. Dude, talking. and I think that was probably the best episode we ever had, dude. Ever. It's gone. Never gonna get it back. Never, dude. That was that was probably the thing that was gonna make us launch, dude. That was it, yeah. That was gonna go viral. Groundbreaking, yeah. Jeez. But now we're we're putting all our hopes on you. Oh well, I don't know who told you that was gonna be a good idea, but you guys are screwed. <laughs> I mean, that's what I told them. I told them, no. But you <laughs> said you guys are good friends, whatever. It's all good. Yeah, no. Your brisket, dude. That was the first thing I've tried. You know, one one. It was good, thing. dude. It was juicy. How'd you? Uh, I appreciate it, man. So, J and G Barbecue, how did you, how did you get this idea going? How did you, or what triggered this idea? Um, I've been barbecuing a long time. My dad was uh, initially the guy who kind of got me interested in it. 
are. There's nothing. I came from Kingsville, which if you know anything about Kingsville is there's nothing there. So on the weekends you, you grill and fish and, you know, do that kind of stuff. You, you know, there's really nowhere else to go. So that's what I did in my spare time. Um, but I didn't really get serious about it until last year, probably around September, October timeframe. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the company that I worked at, but I worked in a really miserable job. I just wasn't happy there. And uh, it seemed like a really bad thing that happened at the time. I actually fell down some stairs and ended up like chipping my tooth and breaking my wrist. So the company gave me um, a short-term disability for like 40 days. So I was just at home, uh, couldn't really do much, couldn't drive, couldn't do a whole lot. I was just kind of bumming around the house. And I decided I'm going to practice on the grill. I had a little offset smoker that, that I got from, I think, Home Depot, like 99 bucks. Actually, my wife got it for me. Um, just put it together and I just started making anything like a spare ribs, you know, I, I just, uh, I just started messing with it and I uh, got really good at it. Um, every night it was something different. Uh, Jerry Morales, who's a, uh, you know, mutual friend of us. We, he, he left his uh, Weber smoking out in my backyard for almost that whole time. So I started using my grill, his grill. Um, and I just, just had fun, man. Uh, watched a lot of YouTube, read a lot of articles, kind of did the research and that's, that's how the passion was really reignited. Um, and then J&G Barbecue came about just because I decided, you know what, I'm tired of, of working for the man. I want to do my own thing. And I'm still not quite there, but, you know, hopefully one day I will be. I get you, bro. That's, that's what I'm trying to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm trying so, to do. So are you the J or are you the G? I'm the G. All right, bro. Are you an you OG? <laughs> sure. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I want to be the J, bro. Yeah? No, no, I want to be the J. Nah, nah. Yeah, Which J sense. would you pick, bro? Oh, wait, no, you, you are a J. Oh, man. We're I both J's, bro. Yeah, I mean, both of you guys cook, right? We can we can be triple J and G. Uh, well, George is better than me at cooking, but that's not the point, bro. I just <laughs> pick me. Okay, you got it, man. Well, come, come to San Antonio. You're not here enough, man. Nah, no, that's true. You All cook, right. really? I'll let you. I'll let you go with George then, for a little bit. You cook like yeah, I'm all right. Yeah? What do you make? Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and I still burn that somehow, dude. That's good. No. What's um, your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing to smoke? Or to make? Damn, that's a hard one. Uh I, you know what? I like I like uh, pork shoulder. I like making pork shoulder a lot because it's got the little the little blade bone in it. Mm. And it's it's just so gratifying, like when you're done like in like a five to eight hour cook, depending on how big it is, just to like pull it out. And it just comes out clean. Ah, that's just so gratifying. <laughs> so give us your menu, man. Give us a list of your menu. Um, well, I mean, for right now, we're, we're doing pretty much everything you'd find in a Texas barbecue joint. We do spare ribs, loinback ribs, turkey, whole chicken. We have some sides. We have some cheddar mashers that, that are a big hit. Uh, we have street corn that's a big hit. Uh, borracho mm-hmm. beans, rice, you know, all the stuff that you would that you would find in a typical like south texas barbecue place man um and then we also do the scala so i, I know you guys know what that is you know we're in texas so every everything is like you know, texas is the mecca of barbecue right i think so i think what so. makes you well makes you what you guys are doing because i and it's stupid because i know what you're doing and <laughs> i love it but I, for everybody else like what are you doing that's different than other barbecue places we so we we kind of it's kind of a fusion i guess like we we do 
all the Texas barbecue. You know, we, like I said, all the stuff that I mentioned, but we put it all in tacos and it, it's kind of a Mexican uh, Texas barbecue kind of fusion. I make my own salsa. I make my own barbecue sauces. I make everything from scratch. I mean, even the rub that goes on the meat, uh, I make it here uh, myself. I don't, nothing is store-bought, you know, it's, it's all, it's all uh, made in the kitchen, you know? Um, so I think that's what really sets us apart. Um, we're, we're not doing stuff by the, the pound necessarily. I mean, we can cater it that way, but ultimately we, we, we make tacos and uh, we make kind of like street tacos, I guess. Um, so it's just kind of a new, a new twist on it, you know? Um, yeah. Dude, your salsas are amazing. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. They're amazing. Well, you had, you made, you had to go, you had to make me a whole little, I don't know what, which, what you call it, which one it is. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about. You made an own, uh, my own container for it. Oh, the, the barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's, it's, that one's my favorite. I think I gave myself an ulcer because I would just chug it. That's how good it is. <laughs> but this last time you made um, for the, the for bar- no, for the barbacoa. Yeah. Oh, the, the tomatillo salsa. Yeah, that one was amazing. Yeah, it was good, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm glad y'all liked it. I'm glad you, y'all got, both got a little sample there. Yeah, he, he almost didn't get any. He took too much time in the bathroom. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to What are you doing? <laughs> hey, can I find you on favor? What? Can I find you on favor? What's favor? Favor? Like Uber Eats? Oh, no, man. We're too we're too green for that. We're, we're not there yet. Uh, they, do, they do their own delivery, man. If you're, if you're in San Antonio, in San Antonio, J&J Barbecue, bam, that's the place to go. Yeah, sure. I want, I know I we want have the J to deliver, though. I don't want the G. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm usually up all night doing the cooking. Jake Jake will help a lot. Um, he helps with the cooking. He does the delivery. Uh, Elizabeth, my wife, does a lot of the delivery, a lot of the cooking. And she's really the, the, the GM. The end. She's the end. <laughs> she's the yeah. end in the middle. <laughs> she's the heart of it, honestly. I mean, she, she really um, – she, she knows – how to, to make the timing work. And that's a hard thing, you know, because you never know when some of the stuff is going to come off the pit. I, I have to get it out and ready to slice and rest and all of this stuff. But once it's in the kitchen and once it's, yeah. it comes down to packaging, she runs the show. Um, and, and we wouldn't be able to get things to our customers on time if it wasn't for her. So I can't say enough about that. You know, Jake, Jake is great. You know, I do what I can, but she, she really helps run the show. What's your dream, man? Is it to see, Make it into a franchise empire or just to have just for it to be like a little hole in the wall, and, yeah. but it's going to be the best hole in the wall. Um, what's, what's your dream? I mean, for right now, it's kind of that, you know, I, if, I, I don't want to be like the next Bill Millers or anything like that. If it happens, it happens. But if I can just do what I love doing every day, make a living out of it. Great. You know, if that means one food truck and I just grind it out every day, I mean, that's a good day for me. You know, I, I, all the money that we make, uh, it's, it's been going into savings so that we can get a food truck and we're trying to get that thing going. Hopefully by the end of the year, I don't know how realistic that is, you know, because the, the pandemic has made us kind of slow down a little bit. Uh, we can't do things every week. We have to be kind of careful. You know, we don't want to get anyone sick. We don't want to get sick ourselves. Um, but we're trying to be responsible. And, and at the same time, we're trying to get the goal, you know, hit goal and, and get the food truck going. Um, I think if you're going to get into barbecue, you have to have fun doing it and you have to, you have to really enjoy the grind. That's the key. I mean, you have to realize 
like a brisket cooks an hour, an hour and a half per pound. If you're cooking a 15 pound brisket, first of all, it's a severely uneven cut. So you have to make sure that it cooks evenly and you have to be up maintaining the fire all night long. You don't sleep. Uh, you can't hit the beard too hard because your fire's going to go out and then you're going to add more cook time. It's going to come out tough. So you, you, it's just a lot of discipline, but I love that stuff, man. I mean, I don't know if that makes me psychotic, but I, that's it what does. I, no, it probably does. does. So you're saying you can't go too hard, too fast. I can't go, I can't go, no, no, no. soft and slow. Slow and low. <laughs> yeah, slow and low. There you go. <laughs> I like to cook my meat too hard, too fast. <laughs> you're a jerky guy? Laying it out of the sun. <laughs> George, is the fire on? What fire? <laughs> oh, man. And so, okay, you pretty much started this whole um, business and Rona hit. So, like, what has that, like, has that affected you at all? Have you, have you had to take extra, extra safety? I'm, well, everybody, obviously, safety measures are being handled but like has it has it it hindered your business yeah has it affected the startup when when i when i started all this it started really like january of this past year and um rona didn't hit till what like march March. so i mean for the yeah for the majority of the year obviously it's been going on it hasn't really affected us too much because we're so new like it, it it's not i don't know that there's really much to be affected yet so i'm in a way, I'm, I'm kind of grateful that, you know, I feel bad for a lot of these businesses that they just got started last year. And, and now all of a sudden, they're really, you know, these brick and mortar places where they have a lot of overhead. I think that's been our saving grace is there's not a whole lot of that. Um, you know, we, we buy all our meat ourselves, and we cook it and get it out the door. You know, there's, there's no employees to pay. Uh, there's no rent to be paid. So it hasn't affected us from a business standpoint that much. But as far as taking the extra precautions, you know, wearing the mask, you know, sanitizing, um, a lot of hand washing, a lot of hand washing, um, and just keeping everything super, super clean. Um, you know, we got to do what we got to do, but. So right now you're only advertising on Facebook. Yeah. You guys don't have a website or anything though, right? No, no, no website, just a and barbecue on Facebook. And, um, I'm doing, uh, we, we have, um, Instagram also. JNG Barbecue on Instagram. Hey, Jerry, no, I, would, I do want to ask you something, though, because you had mentioned uh, you both are trying to work towards uh, cooking things the J&G way. So who established yeah. that? I just assumed, oh, it's kind of just your way. But I guess how, how did that develop? I mean, it kind of – Or what And what is the J&G way? Uh, well, it kind of is – I mean, I'm the one who started everything, so I guess it kind of is my way. Um, but – the J&G way, we, we use um, all hardwood. Uh, it's mesquite wood. Uh, and, and we from get H-E-B? locally sourced. No, we get locally sourced. Oh, really? Okay. From a guy at a ranch, he just, he's, he just wants us to take it off his hands. So Wow, nice. We, there you go. That's good savings right there. Yeah. We cut it. We, we, we chop it up. We season it for a couple of months, and then it goes in the wow. smoker. I mean, we, we do it all the right way. We, no, no kiln-dried wood, man. It's all locally sourced. And, and we, we season it ourselves, which means we let it sit in the sun and the rain and the weather mm-hmm. so that it hits the right amount of moisture when you smoke with it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, if you just drive by the house at like three in the morning and you see me back there with an axe, 
<laughs> anything up, man. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> Don't screw with you. Like there's there's new stuff coming down the pipe. I'll say that. Um, you know, we're we're not strictly a traditional barbecue restaurant, so you know we got some room to kind of play around and be creative. But yeah, the J and G way, hardwood smoke. Um, you know, the best ingredients I can find. Everything is done from scratch. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't cut corners anywhere. Want to put the best product out there. We, we get top quality meat, you know. We, um, so whatever you eat, you know, it, it's, it's top, top quality. All right, so one thing, to, okay. This question is like kind of like with me, like with like I like asking this question. Because I deal with this question, like having this podcast. I don't know if Warm does. Like, I don't think he does. No. But having the what podcast, having the the Jen and George TV YouTube, yeah. putting myself out there, like, um, I get a lot of like self doubts and worries, and I think about all the challenges and things that are coming up. Um, do you have any of that? Like, I know, like, it's all me. It's all internal. Like, I don't. I don't. For me, I don't really like. I take the feedback, but it doesn't like affect me in a in a bad way. It it makes me want to get better. But yeah. internally, my internal brain or conversation is like you're your own works worst critic. Do you have any of those like self doubts, worries, things that you challenge your yeah. own self with? And then how do you deal with that? Of course, man. Like I I'm I'm hyper competitive, so you know I I feel like. I have to remind myself sometimes to have fun and, and not to take things too personally. Like, um, you know, if, if, if things come out a little too smoky, if, if it's not exactly the way I want it to be, you know, I, I have to, I kind of have to, to get out of my own way, I guess. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I think it's, I think that's natural. I think it's, it's easy to, to feel like you're less than, you know, other other cooks or, you know, any, in, in any industry or any endeavor you do, but, um, I fight it all the time. You know, I want to, I want to put a good product out and, and I take it personally, you know, uh, it, it makes me feel great when people enjoy it. But, you know, if I hear bits of criticism, I, I have to remember, okay, well, you know, this is a chance to, to make yourself better, you know, and put out an even better product next time. So I wrestle with that all the time. I imagine most people probably do. I mean, if you take your work seriously enough, there's, there's gotta be a little component of that. Right. And that's probably worse. Like with the fact that, that it's food. Cause I know like, you know, just, I'm just a, what, what, what do they call them? A, a weekend hero or a weekend barbecue hero. Warrior, yeah. 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 There you go. Weekend warrior. I'll, I'll barbecue on the weekend and I'll, Whatever, I, like a worm came over, I barbecued some brisket for him. Oh, yeah. And just that alone, like, I, I want to hear, like, oh, that it was good or that yeah. it wasn't good, then I can learn from it, but I'm yeah. not trying to build a business around it. So, yeah, uh, brisket was good and the wings were good, man. Shoot. The oh, lemon, oh, I thought you were the, the lemon about. wings, too. Those were real good. I thought you were going to show uh, JMG something, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I want to see what you got, man. You got chops? What what do you make? I'll make whatever, man. Just let me know. What's your what's what's your specialty? What do you like making? Oh man, ah, I actually enjoy the brisket because it's a longer. I don't. I don't. I think we've talked about this before, like just hanging out. Like yeah. we enjoy the process of it. 
yeah. versus like the end product. Like the yeah. end product is for everybody else to enjoy. Like our yeah. our thing is like being out there in the smoke and the fire and managing yeah. the fire and all that, like doing the whole thing. Exactly, man. So exactly. I think brisket is because it takes longer. I, I like being out there. Yeah. Just can't go too hard too fast because you won't <laughs> last. <laughs> Good answer. But uh, yeah, man, I think that's about it. Like Jen makes me always do chicken wings because that's her favorite, but yeah. they're not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Um, that's Elizabeth's favorite too. She <laughs> oh, I haven't done I haven't done uh, pork uh, pork was it pork but like for pulled pork. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I want to try Very my hand. Similar to brisket, man. I mean, if you can if you can do brisket, um, honestly, it's a lot easier because it's it's just one big block. Like you don't have to worry about. I mean, even even if it's a picnic roast, like you you've got the, the little bit of the shank attached to it, but it's not that uneven. Brisket is like crazy uneven, man. Like it, it's like you have to cook a sirloin and and a ribeye all in one, and it's got to have the same texture and it's got to be all the same temperature. It, it's it's ridiculous, man. Okay, here's the thing, and it's gonna go off this whole topic that we would, but uh, some people believe like if you're eating undercooked pork. Yeah, uh, you can't sleep with the covers on, or you don't well, cover your feet to, to make sure you cover your feet. That way, you don't die at night, or get out of here. You don't grow worms <laughs> in your brain. Or well, I get out of here. Hey, the worm, bro. I cook, like, my, <laughs> I cook my pork shoulder to at least two hundred three internal, so there's no chance of that happening. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm not. I'm, I'm like that's what I like. I grew up on like my aunts, my mom. Yeah, I think it's an. I don't know if it's just a Hispanic or Mexican thing. Maybe I, I, I feel like I've heard at other places. I don't know, but for the most part, I've heard like it's a whole like a, what is it called an old wives' tale? I don't yeah, know. Like, old wives but uh, yeah, like if you eat pork, you better cover your feet because you don't want to die at night. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> you don't want worms showing up to your house. <laughs> oh, that, I think I, that would be worse. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I heard cover you your feet. Old pork. <laughs> but but you know uh, what, man? It's kind of a shame that pork isn't bigger in in Texas because I feel like. Uh, South Texas, West Texas, like where there's more of like a, a Mexican influence, dude, you get like some of the best stuff off the pig, man, carnitas and chicharron and all that stuff. So I feel like if, if anyone can do it, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, a barbecue joint like us could really make it, make it popular. Yeah. I mean, everyone does brisket. Everyone does sausage. You come to Texas, you expect those two things in particular, but pork, man, there's really no rules for pork in Texas. If you go to to Alabama, the Carolinas, Memphis, you know, even, even Kansas city, there's, there's pretty strict rules on what constitutes good pork and what mm-hmm. is barbecue and what isn't barbecue. Dude, Texas, anything goes, man. There, there are no <laughs> expectations. So if you can nail that and you can make someone say, Holy <laughs> that I, you know, I've had, I've had good brisket, but I've, I've never had pork like this. That's just another thing that you can push, you know? So nice. maybe that's another reason I like, you know, pork shoulder so much. I don't know. It's just so versatile, man. You can do anything with it. I think, like you said, if you, I think you can own the market on that. If you continue to do your Tex-Mex barbecue style. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah, the carnitas and I didn't even think of that. Like it's so, it's so dumb. Like, like we're, we're just in our ways. It's such a traditional thing, but why can't you break the mold a little bit? Right. Yeah. And it's always break like, it, man. Break it, break the mold. Yeah, that's so dumb. So thinking about the the 
can't import because or you have to cover your feet. <laughs> we eat chorizo, we eat chorizo and egg, carnitas, right? uh, chicharrones. chicharrones. Like I, I would tell my mom to, you just say chicharrones for breakfast, but you won't eat pulled pork for dinner. <laughs> yeah, does it make What's sense? But okay, I thought about that myself. That so so you can't somebody, you can't eat undercooked pork because it'll probably kill you anyway. Yeah, well, like any undercooked anything, like you can un- undercook chicken. Yeah, <laughs> and that's probably the whole thing. You know, what? if anybody knows the true thing, like if you're listening to this on Spotify or anywhere else or on YouTube, let us know. Yeah, I want to know this. Maybe I got it wrong, and this whole my my whole life I've been. That's incorrect. true. Ask, ask your tios and your tias; they'll know. Yeah, and then tweet us or comment, and I want to know about this if you're listening. If you're not listening, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, man. So one more question that I want to uh, get to. and I still have a bunch, bro. Well, we still have a bunch. We have a long way to go, but that's for another time. Now, one more. So, J&G, you're working with a partner. Your partner's one of your good friends. How is How do you, how do you manage – having a work relationship and a friendship um, in a, inside of a business. Cause you know, me and worm, we're, you know, started, we don't get along, together. but yeah. we started this together. We, we were best of friends and we kind of like now can't stand each other. Yeah. Is that true? Is that <laughs> <No>. really true? <laughs> I don't know. Not on my part, maybe on him, but well, he does. On he my lies part, yeah. so. You guys are, you guys are uh, under the influence there most of the time. So I'm pretty <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we forget the next day yeah we're usually friends by the end of it <laughs> <laughs> no but for for how, how do you manage a, a work relationship and a friendship uh i mean it it comes with its challenges right like you guys know like you said but i i don't know man i mean i i feel like i, I work pretty well with him i don't i don't know if you were to ask him he might he might think i'm i'm a jerk i don't know but i I'm still having a hard time uh, delegating a lot of stuff because one of the things about barbecue is you have to be really, I mean, like with anything, you have to be really consistent. And I have my style. I know, I know what type of temperature I cook at, depending on the meat. I know what wood I use, um, and I don't waver on that at all. Um, you know, and I know the internal temps. I know the feel. So much of barbecue is feel. So if you don't know what to look for, I mean, you can go by internal temp, but that's not really the end all be all good barbecue so he he's picking things up i mean he can he can barbecue pretty well but the challenge has been getting us on the same wavelength of this is the way j and g does things as opposed to this is the way i do things and the way he does things so um i think that's still something that we're working working toward um but as far as the friendship goes i I haven't felt like it suffered at all i mean if anything uh we kind of hold ourselves accountable, you know, like he, I, I gotta, I can't say enough about him. So it's been, it's been interesting. It's been a challenge, but at the end of the day, I, I think the friendship has made things work a little bit better. All right. So let's just say I stopped recording. How do you really feel about him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get him out of here. You can tell <laughs> nah, nah, nah. All right, guys. With that said, let's end part one of Guy and G Barbecue. That's it. Another podcast down the drain. We have J and G Barbecue. If you're listening, make sure you're listening to part two on Thursday. Uh, we're going to be talking about tips and tricks uh, barbecuing. Also, follow J and G Barbecue on Facebook and Instagram. 
Uh, if you're in San Antonio and you're not eating their barbecue, you're missing out. 100% missing out. Uh, with that said, remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Worm, what are you going to say? Hey, JNG Barbecue, go like them. Thanks. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Be arrogant.